Question and answer session number two. The Soul, February 25th, 2021. So we come once again, beloved brothers and sisters, to our time of conversation and communication. I am happy to be with you today to share the wisdom of my soul and that I might be a clear channel for truth through this instrument. For this is always our goal, to bring truth to humanity, to bring love to all, to uplift and to bless our brothers and sisters on this earth. So we may begin. Question. Thank you, Jesus. We have four questions left on the soul, and then many more questions ahead on prayer and earth changes. I will start by reading three questions. Number eight, is abortion acceptable at any stage after conceptions for purely personal reasons? At what stage in weeks does the soul enter the fetus, and how is this accomplished? Number nine, can abortions be carried out without the same consequences before the soul enters the fetus than after the soul has entered? Number 10. What impact will having an abortion affect a woman in the next life? These are moral questions, are they not? I am more inclined to speak of the soul and the soul's interaction with God, yet I know that upon this material plane many have questions pertaining to life here, but rather than answer these questions directly, I wish to address the morality and behavior of humanity upon this world. More specifically, I would like to address life in the modern world, in the Western world, for this is a very different life than those who are living more traditional ways and within more traditional religions. Many of your societies now are secular and do not include God in their daily lives or thoughts but rather are very consumed with the material way of your world and all its demands. So this comes at a great price, to have the material security and comforts and pleasures which your efforts within your societies provide as a reward and a benefit to daily life. Yet the dilemmas and challenges of daily life are not addressed directly, nor are they any less in your world. Merely, you have before you great opportunities to distract yourselves, to bring your minds away from those things that are unpleasant and difficult to resolve. Such is the approach towards unwanted pregnancy. Since the attitudes of many now are strictly of a material foundation, which leads to objectifying and commodifying everything in your world, the individual is more concerned with self-gratification and material pleasure rather than spiritual understanding or moral education. So a fetus within the womb that is unwanted may be eliminated readily in your society, thought of as merely a collection of tissue within the body, unwanted and unloved. Yet the foundation of true spirituality is that of deep reverence for life, of living a life with one's eyes open, one's heart full, one's soul seeking, so that life may have deep meaning and bring forth deep experiences which one may carry with them as they exit life on this world and enter that of the next. I see about me in your world 
individuals who are distracted, who are asleep, who are spiritually immature, and who seek love but do not know what love truly is or how to express it in its purity and beauty. In a world such as this, taking this life that begins within the mother without further thought to the consequences has become far too common. One cannot definitively say when a fetus is endowed with the soul and becomes truly a human being, for it may happen at any time within the first trimester. It may happen at the moment of conception, or it may happen later when on a soul level there is a bonding between mother and child, so that the child feels that it belongs within the womb of that mother. What I mean by the child, I mean the soul of the child, the consciousness of the child. For truly without this consciousness, without the soul, what develops within the womb is indeed a collection of cells with the potential and future of becoming a human being. But as I say, there is no definitive answer to this question, for in each case it is a different answer. Who is to judge? Who is to say, yes, this is a viable being within the womb and requires the chance of life? This great gift of life which brings individuation and starts the soul upon a journey to realize its own potential. At times, when the child is eliminated from the womb, it is indeed merely a collection of cells, but at other times, that child is destined to continue to grow in the spirit world and become a child within that world and grow to maturity. There are many thousands upon thousands of these children, beloved souls, children that were taken all too soon from the wombs of their mothers. This is a deep tragedy and is a reflection of the spiritual immaturity of humanity and the human condition that is not of love. When a soul is awakened, then it has the perception required to know of these matters. There is no need for scientific research or proof of the viability of the fetus, for this cannot be done definitively. For the perception of the soul, the acuity of this perception will give the answers that are required, given each individual case. Humanity is far from this understanding or this level of perception. Thus, this reactive form of decision-making and action is norm. As for consequences to the mother who decides to release the child, yes, there is compensation. But in many cases, where the mother and the child are reunited in spirit, if this is the situation, there is a healing of both, and the pain is released. God does not judge his children, but God has set forth in motion his laws which govern the fluid and harmonious workings of the universe. So for every action, there is a reaction. For every thought, there is a corresponding response and expression of that thought in the ethereal realms of the earth plane. So such an action will indeed bring about certain responses and reactions. This is the way of creation of the universe. One must consider that each moment, each thought, each breath creates something about you and within you that may or may not have far-reaching consequences. 
Yet again, the wisdom of the soul provides for the opportunity to see more deeply one's actions and gives one the power to change if these actions are not in harmony with God's laws. To receive the divine love of God and its way of transforming the soul and awakening the soul, then matters of disharmony are easily addressed. The strength within the soul, resplendent with love, has the ability to alter and change the choice and expression of that individual. So often in your world, many of these problems and dilemmas in life start with the children. For though, in almost all cases, the child is loved and embraced by the parents with the intention of providing for that child all that is required for it to thrive and grow in your world. I see, however, that in many cases with young children, that the parents elect to leave the child with another and enter into their work and career. Both parents then are engaged in these activities, and often the child is left to its own resources. Yes, the parents make efforts to nurture the child, but these efforts are often feeble because their energy levels are low and their focus is weak. What they have to give to the child is not sufficient to assist the child to grow and to come to understand life in a balanced and loving way. Many children are left to be distracted by instruments and mechanisms which draw their minds into patterns and ideas that are not conducive to a harmonious life. A child is a sponge that sops up all the information and experiences that life has to offer at any given moment, The child begins with a sort of innocence, a mind open which absorbs whatever is put before it. If what is put before it is not of a loving and harmonious nature, then that condition will be absorbed by the child and often acted out by the child. In this way, the continued attitude of separateness, materialism, Emotional conditioning and protectiveness does not bode well for the beginnings of life. Often the disharmony that is created is expressed in the child's desire for further material distractions. That child becomes very self-involved and self-interested, only seeking to gratify their material needs. All along, that child is emotionally deprived and feeling unloved. At a relatively young age, these lost children come together into relationships which often bring about a pregnancy. Neither of these children understand truly what they have done, other than to understand the results of their coming together. With such attitudes which I describe, it is an easy matter to eliminate the problem by the use of medical intervention. The world continues in its sad state where life is not revered, and a sense of responsibility is not fully adopted or understood by these young adults. Self-interest and a desire for pleasure and gratification take precedence over responsibility and appropriate abstinence. So these dilemmas of the world continue to unfold a reflection of the cultural norms and essentially a lack of spiritual understanding or pursuit, thus bringing about dark and negative conditions in your world. For without love being a predominant factor in one's life, there is deep-seated angst and restlessness and a desire to fill the void within the soul. It is understandable that these children seek one another for comfort, for love. 
yet they do not know how to express this in a way that is harmonious and does not put before them these serious dilemmas and problems. Though they have been educated by your educational systems, they have been talked to by their parents. Yet the great influence upon them is often that which they receive from outside sources and forces. This is a rather pathetic condition and situation for most in your Western world, as you call it. Fundamentally, there is no time for love, but much time for distraction. There is no time to go deep within. Rather, it is a world filled with superficiality and mindful exercises which detract from any spiritual pursuit or desire for such. Beloved souls, you live in a world that is very disrupted and dysfunctional and dark. So you see, it is understandable that those in the dilemma of having a child and who do not wish to have a child would take the path of least resistance and release any responsibility or opportunity to be a parent. I have compassion for these children and for these individuals who feel that there is no recourse other than that of violent death for that dear child who begins life in the material world. Yet, as there are many dilemmas in your life and in this world, this is merely but one of them, which indeed is a sad state of affairs and one that cannot readily be resolved. In time, as the world heals itself, as humanity starts to look towards the light rather than darkness, towards love rather than that hollowness within, then these dilemmas will be rectified. Wisdom will come. The behaviors of each individual soul will come into greater harmony with God's laws, with what is reasonable and what is of love. Until then, I cannot judge those poor souls who are caught up in this situation. We can only pray for them and pray for the lost child, both on this side of the veil and the next, who are struggling to find light, to find life, to find identity, to find God, and to find their true selves. I hope I have answered these questions to a degree and that you all understand that there is no definitive answer to many of them. The answer lies within the awakening of humanity, so that each individual may understand their true potentials, their true natures, who they are, and what the course of their life may be in harmony with the gift that God has given them. There are many lost in your world, many lost, but indeed there is a great effort afoot to help humanity reclaim itself, and come to a higher state of awareness, love, and harmony. May you all continue to pray for this and seek God's love and compassion upon those dear souls who are indeed lost. Thank you. Question. Thank you, Jesus. Our last question related to soul. Number 11. Are there any circumstances in which a medically assisted death by lethal injection is in harmony with God's will? There are many ways in your world that a person may transition from material life to a spirit life. There are very few in which the individual decides to curtail that life, but indeed this happens. Those who commit suicide as a way of solving their problems know full well when they reach the world of spirit and release their body that there is no difference in their state of mind and condition. Therefore, 
They have indeed wasted an opportunity for life in the material world and have decided that there is or was no other solution to their dilemma, yet that solution did not come to the fore upon death. So they indeed suffer the consequences of remorse, and in many cases the intensity of their condition and their pain is greater in the spirit world. So we have said on many occasions that such a suicide is not appropriate and is a sin for obvious reasons. In the case which you refer to, my daughter, it is within varying degrees of acceptability and harmony. If the individual decides that they have had enough of life, so to speak, and wish to transition into the world of spirit, then of course they fall into the category which I have just explained, and will suffer the consequences of that decision if it is followed through. On the other hand, when an individual is suffering greatly from physical conditions and illnesses in which there is no hope of recovery, and has as a consequence a great deal of pain and suffering, is it not compassionate to allow that individual to be released from their body and to assist them in this? The crux of the question is at what point is this an acceptable option for those who are suffering from deadly diseases in which there is no hope for recovery and has progressed to the point where their life lacks many options or opportunities of expression. I cannot say that God would judge them or bring forth consequences to such an action that they may suffer yet again on the other side of life. Indeed, God is a compassionate God. There are those on your earth plane who are compassionate and wish to assist the suffering individual in a way that brings resolution to their suffering. This is done more often than you might think, where a compassionate physician may offer a potent drug to help that individual fall into a deep sleep and eventually death. Often, this is not a formalized situation, but is an act of compassion and love. So I do not condemn those who are deeply suffering and wish to curtail their life, since there are no other options, and life will soon be curtailed as a result of their suffering. One cannot judge that individual and say this is wrong, but indeed there is a time in which this option may be viable and preferable. There are also times when this may preempt further life, Again, the wisdom of the soul and the wisdom of the mind's reckoning may determine the timing of such things so that the individual may indeed select the optimum opportunity to pass into the world of spirit. The word suicide is not a word that people use with compassion or use lightly. Indeed, all souls upon your world must relinquish their physical body at some point in life. It is God's intention that each individual lives a full life and has the opportunity to choose a full life, thereby expressing themselves in creative, beautiful, and loving ways. This can be done in a myriad of ways. So many opportunities are available to each individual. One must indeed choose wisely, with wisdom, perception, and a deep desire to live a life that is in harmony that is in the light and takes advantage fully of the experiences of life that God has put before them. Unfortunately, many curtail their lives because they have made choices which have brought consequences that ensure that life is shortened. This can be done in a variety of ways. 
Your societies, your populations are full of addictions and conditions and situations which are contrary to life and cause great pain and suffering and imbalance. Often there are many who do not realize or understand this and go about life blindly without thought of the consequences of their actions. It is our hope that all of humanity will awaken and see for themselves the value of life, the value of their life and their own beings, so that they may love themselves and love others, that with love harmony ensues, and with love balance is more likely to be obtained. Of all the ways in which humanity experiences death, that of the individual who has sought out assistance to die because their situation is dire and their suffering is great, there are so very few in this situation and so very many who choose death inadvertently without truly understanding that their actions have brought about death prematurely. One must have compassion for those who indeed live a life that has been curtailed, whether they have lived a very short time or a very long time. They are indeed victims of the human condition. They are indeed worthy of your prayers. For some, this transition is a great gift and liberation, but for many, it only brings to greater awareness their own human condition, their soul's condition, which requires their attention and their efforts to choose light rather than darkness. Many people transition into the world of spirit and land in a rather darkened place, one that is neither filled with great pain and darkness nor filled with great light and joy. This middle ground is the common ground of those who transition into the world of spirit. Some indeed transition to light because they have utilized their understanding of life in order to bring about this blessing. Their actions are reflected in this gift, but many travel through life ignorant, unaware, responding from that place of stimulus and whatever conditions surrounding them, so that they lack any sort of wisdom or understanding of the dynamics of life. They are asleep, and they do not yet understand. Indeed, our efforts and our focus upon your world are to awaken humanity and to bring about a deeper understanding of the purpose of life. In this way, they may consider as an informed soul and hopefully make a choice for light. So much needs to be done in your world, beloved souls. So much is required in order to rectify the wrongs, to dissolve the dilemmas, to bring greater life, love, and truth to the world. So we continue on our quest to help educate and inspire and bring forward those truths that are necessary in order for many to awaken, that their souls may indeed find their way to God and to know God's love, so that the void within will be filled and their lack of understanding be replaced with wisdom and knowledge, that they may be inspired to love, for love certainly resides within every soul and may come to understand the power of God's love so that what is already within them combined with the divine love will only enhance and transform that love into something even greater and more magnificent, that in this way these things may be resolved and certain problems and dilemmas will disappear. In this way, great love and compassion for all will be the expression of humanity towards one another. In this way, humanity may be guided and directed by God, 
shown the way to true happiness and joy and harmony. This all comes with love. Love is the foundation. Love is the motivation. Love is the reason for all life. With each soul walking upon a path of purification, with loving, understanding, and expression of their great soul in transformation, then there cannot be these dilemmas and problems. There can only be a life informed by wisdom, caring, compassion, moral strength, spiritual expression, and progression. May God bless you upon your journeys. I thank you for your questions. I will come again, as I know there are more. I know that humanity within their mindful conditions is so intent upon mindful responses to their questions. I have tried my best to explain the circumstances for the dilemmas that you have laid before us today. I have tried to explain to you how very subtle these situations are, and how difficult it is to come to definitive answers. I hope that you can understand this and accept this. But as long as humanity continues to be caught up in the human condition, there will be many dilemmas and problems which lack mindful solutions. It is up to humanity to rise up beyond this human condition and find their solutions with God. Within that harmony created between the individual soul and God, the answers come, the truth comes, and peace comes. Thank you, beloved souls. May God bless you deeply with His love. My love is with you. God bless you.